Welcome to Those Who Do Podcast, a podcast about people, their passions, their vocations, and their interests. I'm Zach Barclay, here with the Patrick Swayze to my Chris Farley, Tony Forsmark. Dawn Marie Ferrara is an actress known for Smothered, 911 Lone Star, NCIS, and A Life Taken. And she's a dancer, both a classically trained dancer and uh, a busting out a move in a restaurant for fun kind of dancer. Not only can she emote like crazy and get her boogie on, Don Marie is also a certified yoga instructor. She joins us today for a conversation full of laughs and insights spanning from her early life to moving to Los Angeles from New York to educating us about yoga styles and benefits, revealing uh, that all may not be as it seems. This one's a fun one, folks. This is Those Who Do Yoga with Don Marie Ferrara. Valley Glen, I think, when you and I last did a scene. A together. scene together. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. And uh, then we moved over here right Got after. More bang for your buck. Well, more bang for our buck. I mean, Reagan is who teaches at the university, so we're just far, four blocks away. Yeah, I saw and that. And so she and uh, and she's now the chair of her department. So, oh. yes, she just got, she got named chair of her department. So. Uh, so she'll be on your podcast next. I see. I recommended that yesterday, no, I, and he's I, like, "Why would anybody want to hear from?" Me? I mean, Are you kidding? I mean, <laughs> she's just going to talk about rocks and stuff. She's a geographer, so I mean, wait a minute. <laughs> I see who's going to catch that one. Geographer. You know, I used to joke that uh, it, just to get her get her goat. I would be like, "Well, when she got her master's, she got to see." You know which ones get the big circles and little circles in a map, and then when she got her uh, doctorate, then she could stars. do the stars mm. on a map. Yeah, it went over real well. Yeah, <laughs> it is, this <laughs> is the key to a happy marriage. Well, and it has yeah. nothing to do with what she. She's not a cartographer. That would be a cartographer, and she's not a cartographer. So you know, every time I come to visit, I have to make it clear that I side with Reagan every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, she gets me in the divorce. Because, like, <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. I, mean, I, I wow. just I can't, I can't. And how long of this friendship is going on? Oh, like when twenty, yeah, twenty five. Oh, okay. Because yeah. what are we? Two twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five. Wow. Close, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's interesting information for you to have right now. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is. Twenty five right? years. <laughs> Bye. Gone. Yeah, but I mean, she's nice to me. I'm nice and to that you. Makes a big difference. I'm nice oh, to you. Wow. I mean, no, relative to your worth, I'm very nice. That's fair. That's, that's really fair. I suppose. Like, I don't, Spoken like yeah. true friends. I don't know how I could argue with that. I'm. We're gonna talk to Don here about Don Marie. Don Marie. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. I'll let me let me get rid of the space. How's that sound? Nope. There's a ghost. It goes the way there. Just with just the like pen. we're just gonna magic. talk to Amber Don at some point in time. I oh, was like, for crying out loud! At least, <laughs> at least tell me next time. I was like, like that would have been one thing to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's one word when I gave it to him, so I was figuring he'd be like, okay. I just thought you, but there's a typo. I don't know that how you do all that all the time. Well, I can. It happens it. all the time. I, I had to. I got hired once to MC a uh, like a, an awards banquet for advertisement agency. And it was one of those deals where I asked them ahead of time. I was like, hey, can you give me the phonetic spellings of the names so that I – because, you know, like my last name's Barclay and everybody wants to say Barkley. 
you know, or they want to spell it B-A-R-K-L-E-Y, but it's B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. And so I'm very sensitive to that. I was like, I don't want to mispronounce somebody's name. Well, they never gave them to me. Oh. And so <laughs> we had- And he's from Iowa. He doesn't deal with exotic names. You know, I don't- <laughs> We could just as easily do this via Zoom when I get home and just cut him out of it entirely. That would be fine. Oh, God. So we had a, there, there's, there's a band called Stable Days, and it's spelled S-T-A-E-B-E-L-L. And okay. then there's a, a construction company, Stabel Construction. Stabile? Stabel. It's, it's Stabel. Stabel and then Stable. So like oh. they're very close, but they're spelled exactly the same. And so I kept bouncing back and forth because I'm just like, I couldn't remember how I said the last time to the point where people are yelling at me. And these are your advertisers. They're the, they're the advertise. It was an advertising awards. So like they were winning awards and things and I just felt terrible, but I'm like these people that hired me for what they would literally later pay me a $75 fairway gift card. (laughs) 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 <laughs> not uh, there's no industry standard in Iowa for anything so that's <laughs> I got to go grocery shopping which was exciting nice uh, what what are you doing turn off your phone huh turn off the phones oh yeah that's a good idea I you can just I say these things already. out loud yeah I was like that's a, that's a cool photo on your phone Tony what are you <laughs> <showing> <laughs> thanks for sharing with us that's phenomenal this is me at the last movie I did <laughs> It took my recent photos and made a collage. And sure, I was, it but did. mostly it's usually my yeah. cats and my children. But that sure. got in there. which would be more pleasant. But oh wow, <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. We- and so uh, thank you for coming in, Dom. <laughs> it was a pleasure. I- it, it felt like no time at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was over just like that. It was faster than the drive, even <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a long story to sell to say that I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's totally fine. It's it not. happens all the time. Well, that makes it even worse. I want to be special. I want to be. Oh wow! I want to be more professional than <laughs> well, most. Well, I know, but people and names—it's weird. Okay, so my daughter's name is Delaney, mm-hmm. right? Some of her teachers still call her Delani, and I'm like, oh. how? I mean, Delaney's not that hard. No, and especially because and that Delani would come up right. From? They just phonetically it's decide Delaney. it's Delani, and. Oh. I, and I'm like, uh, why? They just turned it into a key and peel scale. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, that's hey, hey, wrong. <laughs> no, no, that's the whole thing. I said, you know what you need to do? You go in next time, you write down your name, D apostrophe Laney. <laughs> and then they'll go, oh, Delaney? No, they'll say <laughs> D dash Laney. They're going to mess it up any which way they can. Always. A A Ron. A A Ron. Oh, remember the guy last year? His oh, yeah. name on the back of his jersey was A A Ron. Yeah, it was. He actually had an apostrophe there. Yeah. Yeah, we were at a, a football game. and yes. we Because Aaron Rodgers, people sometimes go, A A Ron. A A Ron. But he actually had A A Ron. <laughs> I, I took a picture. I found it amusing. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so. I'm excited because we get to talk to Don Marie about not just one topic. Like we're going to, we get to, to learn about you and where you grew up and all, all of the fun things with being from New York. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, what you, I, I want to, I, I'm excited about talking about yoga because I know nothing about it. Oh, you're perfect. Right? Yeah, yeah. I know nothing <laughs> like, about so it. So perfect. I would yeah. love to get you on the mat. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I'm, I'm super. I like the only exposure I have to yoga is P90X. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. Yeah, right. That's not no. not and really. Unfortunately, no, no. she's been exposed to me and yoga and how I'm very bad at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I guarantee you. I would also. I mean, I'm incredibly flexible for as round as I am, but that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not incredibly yeah. flexible at all, and yeah. so it's a lot of pillows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yoga is not about flexibility. Yeah, yeah. it's about more about flexibility of the body. It's more about flexibility of the mind. Right. That's seeing. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that's exciting to me. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know, that's but the I other love one. It. Hey, are you going with them? Okay. Be safe. Don't talk to strangers. Unless they have money and yeah. they want to buy you. Wow. Or candy. Or looking for a puppy. 14. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a puppy. That's fine, too. Beautiful children. Did you leave the animals in your room? Good. We, I, lo- I love that she's conscientious enough that even though we're hollering at yeah, her, she's like, she's like, I'm supposed to be quiet only right one now. <laughs> not talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm excited because it's, it's completely foreign to me. Like other than, you know, what you see on TV or you hear people talking about. So that's that's kind of what this show is about is taking things that um, are very specific mm-hmm. and unique and then kind of blowing them up and finding out what they're about. Yeah, what they're about. And, you know, because the, the show is called Those Who Do. Those Who Do. You are you are the those I do. who does. And I do. And you do. Right? Forget right. about it. I do. Right. But every <laughs> everything that makes you you rolls into the thing that you're interested in the thing that you do so that's why we're also really excited about talking about you so that's kind of where we're gonna end up with this car crash (laughs) i don't see and you are like the opposite of me you you move well you dance well you are uh, do yoga well i do none of those things well so and i disagree I just think that it it goes back to the mind. <laughs> but well, I mean, but like dancing. I mean, Domery is an excellent dancer. That's I mean, you have joy when yeah, you, when you I do, do it. Yeah. And every sh- production I've ever been in, like it's either we have to have special things for Tony because he doesn't move that well, <laughs> or like I did. Uh, well, I did Oklahoma, and I'm like, I'm going to be old man Carnes. I'm going to be on top of the. Uh, Hey, wagon! Everybody else is dancing. With I'm not jazz hands. Yeah, whatever they're doing, I'm not doing it. You're not. You're, you're <laughs> I, doing I'm just the... up there going, yep, 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 doing a little, you know, side sway. And then I, I did uh, Annie. They asked me to be the butler, Drake, and I'm like, that's fine, but I don't dance. And they're like, okay, you can just stand outside, and then they'll all dance. And <laughs> that's, that's 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 where I sit in the whole thing. We did Oklahoma together. You and I did. was I was Ali Hackam, and they cut my song. Because I do not sing. How did you book this if you don't? Oh, no, this oh, was, was in college. college. Oh, was in college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to me now. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I basically got cast, I think, because I was as tan as they could come up with. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be Persian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, but, I was also, but I was also a huckster. You know, that whole idea was that, you know, I was a scam artist. But it's yeah. A, yeah. It's, this story gets worse. Yeah, it was. I mean, it it, it, it worked out, but yeah, yeah. So that's us. Well, like he, there's the things that he and well, I well, I'm just going to share this as a part of it. When Uh-oh. my my in laws met me for the first time uh-huh. uh, when they came to see this show, and <laughs> I was playing old man Carnes, and so I was dressed up and had vocalization as an older guy, Uh-oh. and they were like, "How old is he?" <laughs> You know, and, and see, they were really concerned for a second. I mean, like, I'm like, I guess he did my job, but you know, and then they're, they're like, oh, thank God. He's a really talented actor. <laughs> when, when we did, uh, when we did uh, Matchmaker, my aunt overheard somebody in the audience uh, say, I didn't know that they could have faculty. 
<laughs> in the shows. And I was like, yeah, I'm balding. Leave me alone. Like, it's not my fault. <laughs> like, there's nothing I could do about it. Propecia had been proven to only be like 48% effective. What am I supposed to do? Just be old, I guess. Yeah. So, yes. So, we are kind of in awe when we see someone that can do more than one thing. Because that's – it's it's pretty easy to have a thing. Mm-hmm. But to have a wider scope of what your abilities are is is – what people find interesting, I think. Yeah. So, Quadruple threat. Can, yeah. Yeah. I guess I think of that saying, it was something that just came out recently, the full uh, quote. You've heard Jack of uh, Trades, right? Jack, jack of, of all trades. Right, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And that's used as a put down. Don't be a jack of all trades. Right. Mm-hmm. The full quote is jack of all trades, master of none, oftentimes better than a master of one. It comes. Right. It goes mm-hmm. back to Shakespearean times. Nice. With everybody who worked in the theaters, they had to do all the jobs, and so, you know, I just said that because it just made me think of that that quote when you're like, "Oh well, many things you're doing, many many things," and and our society has forced people to think like you have to choose one way. Right. You have specialization. To- yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it doesn't allow people to grow. You know, yeah. you really get tunnel vision and you're stuck. You're pigeonholed. Myopic. Yeah. You become myopic. Yeah. And that's not yeah. good for anybody, really. I mean, if you get – I mean, uh, uh, my heart surgeon, I want them to be just mostly good at that if I ever have one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Know. There were certain yeah. – yeah. 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 But I do want them to do yoga and meditate outside right. and so have a nice and calm life. and balanced. Yeah. A balanced yeah. life. You know, yeah. Yeah. This is all I've got. In case <laughs> – Please don't let me screw up. Yeah, in case something goes wrong, they handle it well, I suppose. You know, gosh, now everything is different. Like my whole life's been a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I never thought of it that way. That's, I mean, I hope I never have to have heart surgery. (laughs) Let's just toss that onto the universe. No heart surgery over here for that. Please. Oh, they get in there, find something else. Be like, this is really fatty in here. I don't know <laughs> what you've been doing. I know what I've been doing. What I've been about eating. your life choices have <laughs> sent you here with a fatty this thing over here? It, it would be easier if I told you uh, the the good things I don't do <laughs> than the bad things that I, I do. do, do. do. <laughs> Yoga, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not opposed. So when did you get into like – Yoga was it uh, from dance or was it from just wanting to explore things? Um, well, I had always been a dancer. Mm-hmm. I, I've been dancing since I could walk. I joked that I, you know, probably was dancing in my mom's womb mm-hmm. um, and trained. And when I moved out to California, coming from New York, that transition mentally <laughs> was yeah. harsh. And I started to see these signs for yoga studios. And I was like, eh, let me try that. And that's literally how I started because I started to go and it started to help me mentally. So I didn't want to kill people here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really do you need know, it. Yeah. I really do need it. <laughs> it. It gave me uh, coping tools nice. that mm-hmm. I didn't have otherwise. I wouldn't have had otherwise, I don't think. So that's how it. That's how I got introduced to yoga. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you you say that, you know, you pretty much came out of the womb boogieing, like you're ready to dance. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. So tell us a little about little Don Marie. Like you were born in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Where? where Lower East Side. Lower East Side. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's family like? Uh, well, both of my parents died by the time I was five. Oh my. Okay. Um, and my grandmother who raised me, she passed when I was 18. Wow. That's tough. And- 
it, it's one of those things that I really feel like my soul chose to be born into that situation. Okay. And I, I don't know where that thought came from, but it was almost from the beginning. So, and when I look at my life in that way, it's empowering. Um, as a child, I did feel a little bit like nobody really understood me. And I felt like my parents probably would have had more insight into little Dawn Marie. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I asked every question in the book. I said, why a lot? And then I got in trouble for saying why a lot. <laughs> 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 and then the but why got me in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never had that. So when, when did you start formal? Uh, dance classes and training as as little Don Marie. When my mom was still alive, my okay. mom was a dancer. Okay. Um, and when I was little, like as soon as I could walk, they had I had like little baby tap shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was one of those things. And then I quickly just realized that is the communication of my soul. Right. You know, so I bring that. That is the through line for everything, for my acting, for my yoga, for me being a human being in this world and trying to do something good. Right. I, I always go back to my training with dance and my expression of dance. Tony, you said that I'm joy, I'm joyful mm-hmm. when I dance. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, go on Don Marie's Instagram, she is uh, always spontaneously bursting out in dance at, at different places like restaurants where she's that just, is just true. you know, yeah. See, that is true. And that's that's amazing because like I I dated a dancer in college for like a year and a half, and her biggest problem was technically she was amazing. But watching her almost hurt your soul because it was like watching like a shell dance. Mm. And and me, meanwhile, we had another friend who wasn't as technically proficient, but God, I loved watching her dance. You just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, everything was happening, yeah. you know, and it's like, this is amazing, um, you know, and, and to see somebody who really feels the movement, yeah. and, which is what you're describing, what Tony's describing to us is like, that that is so important. In the arts, like it's, I mean, anybody can read a line or anybody can do or be taught to do a movement, but to have the passion that you have for it, like that's why I'm excited about today. I'm very excited about today because like (laughs) that's interesting and it's so fulfilling, not only for you, but the people who interact with you. Hmm. Thank you. So you're you're preferred, salsa? Uh, Well... I did do contemporary uh, jazz, hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop um, uh, is yes. where I work a lot, or worked a lot. And salsa is what I worked in samba. I worked professionally in those genres. Right. Um, when know, I see you burst out, it seems more salsa. It's more salsa or like samba. disco. Okay. And yeah. and samba is it's it's all mixed up. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all you know. But true that, yeah. true that. Yeah, yeah. It's anything that uh, that's where I initially like live. And if it's a hip hop song, it would come out more. Probably, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I could see well, that. Well, and hip hop really pulls kind of from everything, you know, and does yeah. that hybridization of all these different, what uh, you know, especially um, uh, different uh, ethnic dance movements, just because it's so evocative. Like, yeah, I don't listen to hip hop music at all, but I can watch hip hop dance all day long. Oh, well, hip hop comes yeah. a lot of it comes from jazz. Yeah. So it's it's really an American created music form, yeah. as well as yep. jazz is. Yeah. So because and and as true American, it just takes all of these things and just melting pot, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and makes it unique. And yeah. that's, that's neat. That's really neat. 
Um, even like I said, even not listening to the music, but watching the dance is fun. Like it's just you can just feel it happening. And why do you think you haven't heard, listened to, or do the, I, the hip hop music? Thing? I don't know. It's, it's just kind of one of those things, you know. With music, it's like I'll I'll hear it, and I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, it's creative, and it's technically like I I I can see the genius in it. But for some reason, it just doesn't. It just it's just well, not my thing. And, yeah. and, well, for me, and a little bit for you. I mean, when we were growing up in Iowa, there was no hip hop channel. There was no, no you yeah. know, and so it wasn't. Yeah. There was an exposure issue as well. Yeah. So I mean, we we would hear. Bits and pieces, like you know, way back, you know, salt and pepper would be something that you'd hear on the radio, but you wouldn't hear much more than that. Well, you know? and and especially in in Iowa, I live in, in a town called Waterloo, and it's very industrial. But there's a very clear delineation. You know, if you were a white kid listening to hip hop, um, it, it was like, what are you doing listening to this? Oh, that's unfortunate. You know, and, and it is. But I mean, Iowa is very. I mean, it's very, I won't say segregated, but it's like there are unfortunately some very, there's race roles, so to speak, of it's just kind of stuck in time, you know what I mean? And as most of the Midwest, I mean, you're not looking to the Midwest, other than, uh, luckily, Iowa was the first state to legalize gay marriage. I, so well, I mean, we, I mean they, so they we did that. You. <laughs> yeah. They would look at you like you know, Malibu's most wanted. They would be like, why are you being yeah, like that? Yep. You know, yep. it's like that's. When yeah. all you're doing is enjoying yeah. the yeah. thing. Yeah. Doing yeah. the same know, thing, right? You know? yeah. And yeah, so it's it's it, a little bit uh, nurture versus nature. You know, I mean, I, I think you just get surrounded by certain stuff. And, you know, my dad's listening to Fire Riot and Rat. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. All right. You know, and that's kind of where I kind of what got inundated and that's just kind of where I stayed for the most part. I mean, I, a little month No, it wasn't New York. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah, way. Well, yeah, I'll just yeah. say, it's funny people, my neighborhood is, uh, is the lower East side so low that it'll be, you'll be in the East river. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so, um, we had those rules there too. I'm Italian and Puerto Rican. I wasn't Puerto Rican enough to be hanging out with my Puerto Rican friends, and I wasn't Italian enough to be hanging out with me. And and I had to fight a lot because I was the brownest girl. So <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's like that in a lot of places. the 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 difference is, is that hip hop was born in New York. Right. It, it really, really was the birthplace, and and it exposed a lot of uh, economic uh, differences and racism, and 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 it gave voice to to the oppressed. Right. And and that's what jazz did too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it, and provided opportunity where there hadn't been before. Like it's yeah. like like I said, I can look at it and see all the genius of it, and it's just like, well, oh, because you're an artist, mm -hmm. so you could actually appreciate the the skill that right. it takes. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to. Right. Right. But yeah. go. Wow. This is. This is amazing. This is some not something I could ever do. But it you might know, be cool to give you something, and I just. Throw on some quiet riot on top of a hip hop routine. Oh, now see that that, that kind of stuff I can get way yeah, behind. Okay, gotcha. Like I love that. There'd those be a lot of head bobbing. I don't know if there's a lot of. <laughs> oh yeah, there was, yeah. Only one part of my body pretty much moves when it comes what, to yeah. And what part is that? It's just pretty much just yeah. I can kind of your neck. Get, you yeah, get, you know, know, that's hip hop, baby. Yeah, that's, that's hip hop. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, that's and right. Your I'm first a dancer. Dance routine <laughs> is done. <laughs> when we did uh, when I took. Uh, modern dance in college they mm, <laughs> we mm -hmm. had to do a performance yeah. and i just couldn't my instructor like he's like man you just you don't have it you don't have the rhythm like i was struggling i had gone to him i was like man i don't know why this isn't clicking with me so he ended up just like i tell you what for your performance write a sketch for us and bring oh. it up on stage and it was so much fun but i was just like i had gotten to the point i was so frustrated that had i had i 
I thought you said. Didn't he say, he turn said, off your phones? You know, do as I say and not as I do, whatever. You know. Um, but I, it would have gotten to the point that if I would have pushed too much harder, I would have hated it. And at least this way, I didn't come out of it with a negative yeah. um, experience, you know. So uh, it was just something that I had to know my own limits. I was just not good. <laughs> uh, same, same experience, same class, different time. But I was in the modern dance. I was just the, the centerpiece. For all the people to dance around, I just had my arms out and they dance. And that's around. important, just, though. But yeah, but that is like, important. <laughs> it was like I didn't do a lot of that, but they would all move around me and use me as. A, I a, really a piece feel like of- you lost <laughs> out because you probably would be a really great ballroom dancer. I can see that. Oh, that would, I mean, I yeah, can tell you right dancing now, dancing would probably be where you would shine. We did a show, a Shakespeare show that was like a, a hodgepodge of different. Uh, beats that were all tied. It's called Shakespeare's Women. And uh, it was, uh, some of the pretense of it is that it's uh, during a gathering and there was dancing, ballroom dancing involved. Okay. And uh, <laughs> that Kelly Bartlett <laughs> had to be, I love was that tasked. you guys know who Ge- <laughs> yeah. Kelly is. Well, I mean, she was tasked, her and, and Melissa were tasked with teaching me how to dance. Oh boy. And uh, one of them just, I think it was, it was <laughs> Kelly was like, I, can't do this. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I, I I want to teach you guys at least. You know how to do a two step. Well, I can't. I yes. mean, like, it's, it's part of it is I mean because I was a wrestler that it, the flow is different. It's it's like more set, but it's the same. It could be. I'm right. going to give it to you right now when it comes because I do fight. I, I I learned martial arts with my brother. You are going with the person and you are trying to think of the next move so that you can get, get somewhere. Would that be accurate to it, say? It with would the be. Wrestling? I think it was for me more timing. You know, you, 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 the beat and the keeping it. You know, you the movement to, was not. The, do you the, find the movement, and then the, what you're talking about is the musicality. When you find the musicality, that and you find that you you get yourself into the pocket, but the movement, it, it's it's first you have to get the movement, just like we have to get the lines. Right. You have 100%. to get the lines yeah. before you could actually do anything. And and it's the bridge between those two yeah. things. And I think because you're a wrestler, I think that yeah, I do feel you're a dancer. <laughs> I really, really do. Is is there a way to dance by rote? You know, like you learn lines by rote so that you yeah. learn them and then have, apply yeah. it to them. Because I wonder if that would be a way to, you know what I mean? If if you're well, ha- there's like like, if- like even to like it that way. You know, in in sometimes you have a senior working on and uh, it's not like somebody could rewrite it. You get hired, you're on a show, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's a moment where you're just like, fuck, I can't get rid of this moment. It doesn't make sense. Like it's not coming out of my mouth quite yet. And that's usually an indicator that something is going on with you mm-hmm. and you're fighting the character or something. Right. You're something not like, you're not yeah. con- connecting with the circumstances correctly or whatever. Right. And you yeah. use it as as a spotlight for that, but how you have to technically get over it is repeat that. What I do is as coming from my dance background, then I will repeat the three moments before, three words before, and get it to like get past that place to get it smooth. And then remember that that's the transition. And that also then feeds into my choices. And that's what I do with dance. In dance, you get choreography. And sometimes you're like, this is just, my body does not want to go left right here. What Mm -hmm. the hell is he doing? What is she doing? And you have to do that turn over and over and over again, the opposite way than what your body wants to do. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're like, you don't think about it. Is so, it, yeah. Is, is the kind of the idea of the like 10,000 repetitions, you know, makes it natural. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
And I, I think for me, and I don't know if it was the same, it probably wasn't the same for you, but because you, you, you were involved with theater and performance way, way earlier in your life than I was. I didn't get involved with theater until I was 20. Okay. So like I was never did anything in high school. So for me, part of it was because I wasn't good at it. It was, I was very self-conscious. And that's the other thing. Yeah. And I think yeah. now in my life, you know, I'm 44 now. So like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what people, exactly. I don't care what people think. Like, yeah. wh- why, why do I care? You know? Um, but back then it was very image, very, you know, I was very image conscious, even if I, my image wasn't what I thought it was, yeah. you know, but yeah. I like, I, I thought I had a certain image to maintain. And once I was the, the guy who didn't dance and the guy who didn't sing, then I leaned way into that. Which I think was a tremendous mistake. Yeah, you I mean, had a box to be in, yeah. and you, it made yep. you feel comfortable because you were in that box. Yep, because yeah. and no one expected more. Um, but I think ultimately that's why I now live in Waterloo and live there because, like, I put myself in a box that I wasn't willing to get out of. You know, and by making the choices, I just there's something weird. I don't know if you, as you and I were talking about this the other day, that I I made the choices to not do things. So that I could tell everyone, well, I, I mean, I didn't go on the road doing stand-up because I didn't like that agent. I mm. didn't want to work for him. Instead of impressing that asshole so that I could work for him and make money, you know? Because this way I could be like, well, I never failed. Well, you also, um, the funny thing is you're, you're talking like as if you don't have the choice to do it now. Right. I mean, I think I've, I've made a habit. Of painting myself into a box. There you go. So right now I'm in a very, I'm in a predicament right now. I'll tell you off mic, but like, because of what I do for a living, like I'm stuck. So, um, Mm. yeah. So it's, it's, it's coming. I mean, we're doing this now. So like, this is a, this is a big deal for us. This is huge. I feel it. What you were talking about is kind of what Milton talks about. Assume the position. It, you know, it's like we, we want to go right, right, but you got to go left. And so at some certain, certain time, like my background I could was, see that, yeah. was was more improv, which is all about just assume, you know, whatever it is you're going to do, you're you're just going to invest in it even because you're in it. You have to yeah. go. You have to yes go. And. You have to go. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yeah. There was less of that in my initial training, but it was all about, because I did a lot of writing as well for improvisational writing. And mm-hmm. so it was, you know, maybe that's why I don't have as good a... Uh, meter for structure because Mm. I would create my own structure, Mm. you know? And so I think when it came down to something like dance, it was like, oh, I got, I have to do it very specifically, you know, even compared, I mean, I know you have freedom Mm. when you're doing a piece to make it your own. Yeah. Uh, But I would be so trapped into the initial, uh, I got to get these steps in that I would didn't have that freedom that you have. And I think that the other part of it is, is that I do, uh, every piece is different and we're only even talking about dance, but Mm -hmm. this is even with acting and all the arts, you literally have to start with the structure and what you're given Mm -hmm. before you can actually do whatever you want with it. And some people think like, let me just toss everything away. And I'm like, "I, I can't operate that way either. Like I, I have to have a structure. I have to know what story is being told. Mm -hmm. And then what am I bringing to the story that's being told and how am I going to help it? Sure. With, yeah, with yeah. my participation in this, whether it's movement, dance, yoga. Because it has to be you. It has to It be. has to be you because it you're the one be. that's there and that's chosen. Mm-hmm. Now, kind of as a, a pigtail on that, do you ever see a time when you're doing your own choreography where you run into the same problem? You go to move and you're like, I, I don't want to move that way, even though it's mine. Like, 
do you hit a barrier ever for your own stuff? Uh, I would have to say yes. I'm trying to go into the recesses of my mind. <laughs> or, or something um, where your mind said, well, it, logistically, it should be this, but I don't want to do that. Right. I want to do something different. Sometimes it's also with spacing with the stage and, and you know that you've choreographed something and mm. you, you need to like get back on the other side. Right. And then you're like, oh, shit, how do I get us to like, okay, right. a couple of turns, a couple of this, a couple of that, like, you know, and, mm -hmm. and we could get back into the right spacing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I think a lot of people assume that when it's your choreography, that it's like, well, this is going to be easier because it's yours. But I don't think that's necessarily the case. It's harder so that's why, for me. Yeah, it's yeah. harder for me. I like to, I, I've gotten so much more experience interpreting other people's movement that the yoga is what is becoming my full expression. Mm. So it's interesting. I, I videotape myself a lot. I did that with dance as well, like mm -hmm. in anything, mm -hmm. just to see what the heck I'm doing. Right. Um, and and where I can express more and where, you know, uh, it, it shows me more of, of what I'm doing performance wise mm -hmm. as sure. well. Yeah. Um, but with my yoga, even when I uh, go to the gym, I'll take my phone, I go up into like one of the spare rooms and just let it go and see what comes out of my body. Mm. And then I'll try to like work it into a nice flow. Right. Yeah. So when you're 18 and you're still in New York at that point, right? Yeah. Okay. What point did you move out here? Um, my mom died by five. My grandmother, 18. So I was at, I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, sure. uh, the fashion school, the New York uh, one, because the one out of here in LA is called FITM. Okay. They're, they're affiliate schools. Right. Um, and I did my, I did my two year, my associate. And out of nowhere, I, um, I had an out of body dream. I don't know how how esoteric you guys want to go. Get it? No, yeah. Get it? I, mean, I, I want to hear this. This is like, how you got here. Yeah, so, this yeah. is how I got here. Yeah. And and um, long story short, it was during spring break. At one of my spring breaks, it was the uh, second year of, of my two year at FIT. And uh, I had a dream in bed. I had an out of body dream. I noticed myself going over a map. Noticed it was the map of the United States. Quickly started noticing it was taking me across country to California. Uh -huh. When I woke up, something told me, go to California. And I was like, well, wait, that's weird. I don't know nobody. Are you in sure California. you weren't watching the Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like it was on in the background and subliminally. California is the place you got to be. It could have been. It could have been. <laughs> um, but then I realized that my spring break was coming up and I was like, you know what? So, so I had a, a, a huge connection to my intuition mm -hmm. and to the uh, other side of, of, of living, which I feel like is the spirit world. That's what it's been shown to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I got my own ticket because I've been working since I was 15. And I came out for spring break by myself, landed at LAX, and a voice came to me and said, move here. And everybody I met, supported that like i was like this is pretty okay like this is good. Uh, and it's still warm and it's april and okay <laughs> yep, yep, yep. i went back home uh got a couple more jobs because nobody was going to give me money to move out here and i moved out here that september wow yeah and i didn't come out here to act like knowingly right i i, I know now that i was being led to act but that is what happened that's how i got out here 
wow, that like that's incredible. Where do you think where do you think the dream came from? Like, what do you think the impetus was? Oh, I know. Yeah, it was my spirit guides. Yeah, I always. Uh, also, I also feel my mom, my dad, and my grandmother mm-hmm. always around me, yeah. and I really do feel like if I would have stayed in New York, I would have been a shell of myself. Right. So no, I. I yeah. mean, I. I not the same journey, but I mean, for me, it was like I, I had almost finished what I was doing in in at college, and I had been doing some commercials, and I'm like, I I need to be there. Mm. I didn't, you know, and so I just left. I mean, I, I finished what I that semester and then I'm like, I'm, I'm going to LA, packed up my car, didn't even have a place when mm-hmm. I got here. But as soon as I got here, I'm like, yes, this, and I, 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 since I've been here, I'm like, this is the place I should be just holistically. I'm like, I, I, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It's like, this just seems right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that fascinates me. Like both of both of the stories, like the the idea of believing in yourself enough that you're like, I'm going to go there. I don't have friends there. I don't have a place to live. And then yeah. to just go and just be all in. That is just fascinating. It's to me. it's it's even just it's knowing your intuition. And at some at some point that that really you have to like foster that and just real the more you make those decisions from your gut and from your intuition, the stronger your intuition com- becomes. And when you said that, I thought of my first landlord. So oh god, uh, I mean we I don't know if you have horror stories of the actually first- I have a great story. I'll tell you after you talk. Oh yeah. god. well, I have a horror <laughs> stories. <laughs> but I was working in retail and I, I was set up in a, one of the apartments that this girl, her boyfriend's friend from school, mm-hmm. you could stay. She did not know they were all addicted to drugs. So of course, <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. And and Dawn Marie didn't even. I have never tried pot. Mm-hmm. So I don't like my husband cracks up laughing. He's like, you come from like such a hard neighborhood. And, <laughs> like, and so I had to quickly get out of that situation. And I was walking around cause I did not have a driver's license. Cause I'm a New Yorker. New I'm a native New Yorker from the city. So we don't get licenses there. We hail cabs right? and we walk. <laughs> um, and I walked down to this apartment on La Brea and Hollywood right near where the silver ladies are. I always call it right there. Mm-hmm. And I just walked in and I saw that an apartment for rent, right? And I put my application in and I was just like, can you, I just wanted to make this happen. And it was one of those things right. like, stay here, read my freaking application. And, and or else I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was so sweet. The Whoever was the on-site manager happened upon him to give it to him. That's again, your intuition, right? Um, he looked at all of my, my work experience, which was all New York. And it was like, you know, I had only been to L in LA for like two weeks now and living here. And he was like, all your references and all your employment looks great from New York. Yeah, (laughs) It's it's all empty on this. (laughs) Like, and he just looked at me, you know, like with that quiet pause. And I was just like, don't worry, I will have a job. And it was that determination that I, he had no reason to to trust me. Mm-hmm. I had two thousand dollars to my name, which was like no. <laughs> first and last month. Yeah. And and I got a job a couple of days later by walking the streets of L.A. I got a, a restaurant job in uh, Sunset Plaza. But you know, it's one of those things. Once you start making and you listen to your intuition, the universe conspires to support you. 
You can't. Well, so that's not a horror story. That's a, oh, that's a good story. Oh, I, I just I just went over the the most horrific parts of well, it. Well, don't do that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it was horrific. Okay, I it, was, know. it was heroin. It was spoons. Oh, the, the, it was, oh. the previous. It was oh, like, it yeah. was like, that yeah. part oh, yeah. of it where I was just kind of like, "Whoa, is my stuff going to be safe? Like, right. am I safe? Like, I'm clearly not." No, I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> the street girl in me was like, "Oh, uh. yeah. well." Then our, our stories aren't that that different in okay. that way because I can't. Came in, uh, a friend of mine drove with me, and we were. I was staying in a hotel. Uh, that's which where hotel? I went. Uh, it was over on Sepulveda, which I at that time called Sepulveda. Se- I was going to say Sepulveda. Yep, one hundred percent. I was. I asked him. I asked him yesterday. Wasn't that the the guy who did the pod race against Anakin in Star Wars? I didn't know even how to say it. Well, not only that, we were driving by Coldwater Canyon and Laurel Canyon, and uh-huh. they all say Cyn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's a sin? Oh, <laughs> well, you just moved to LA and we're gonna find out. <laughs> Welcome but, uh, to the Lost Angels. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I'm checking all over and uh, I went to Glendale. I mean, I was, okay. you know, so I was in the- You went to Glendale's nice. Yeah, it's nice, but it wasn't nowhere near because, you know, if you don't know LA, I was in the Central Valley as po- Glendale's over towards, you know, the East. Yeah. Uh, but there, there was something in the paper that uh, said that they have openings uh, uh, and prices, right? So I go to this this place and I you know, also don't have a job, just got there and I fill out the application. Did you have a driver's license? I did. I've been driving since, you know, I was 12 almost, but, you know, uh, but I show up there and, and all the stuff's from Iowa. I haven't got a job here or any of that stuff. And, but then she looks at it and she goes, oh, you're from Iowa. I'm I'm from Cincinnati, and you're a Midwesterner. I look like you look like you can be trustworthy. Wow, you're, you can get it. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, but once again, it's just the the universe saying, okay, that's the place. Yeah, you know, it's like, and it, it was like no hassle. No, and we had to be people yeah. of integrity that these strangers saw right. in us because yeah. you know. Right. That could have been the worst decision they ever made. Could have been. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, thankfully we had people pain. like strangers willing to like be 100%. like, You're, yes. Right. Cause it could have been weeks, you know, cause sometimes they're like, well, we're going to run your application. We'll let you know. Type yeah. of, you know, and so, you know, stuck in a hotel for weeks, but no, it's just like, no. Well, and that's, that's where being genuine really yeah. goes a long way because yeah. people don't feel like you're trying to, to, well, as long as you are know. genuinely a nice person, because some people being genuine, you don't want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but they're a genuine douchebag. Exactly. Right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. So you're like, don't be genuine. Okay. <laughs> but for the sake of the people renting, true, if you are true. a douchebag, you know be guess, a douchebag yes. when you go in there so they <laughs> yeah. know. You know, maybe they're yeah. okay with it. Who knows? <laughs> At least he is who he says he is. Yeah. Yes. Um, He's true to himself. <laughs> I, I, it's just, it's crazy. Like, I just, I wish more people had that kind of, it's, it's really a quiet confidence too. It's not going in and being like, Hey, I'm awesome. And here's why it's just walking into a a, a situation and saying and exuding, like, I'm going to be safe here. You can trust me. Holding space. Yeah. You hold your own space. You make other people uh, trust Mm -hmm. and and they feel safe. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not, when I've, once again, first came out here, I, I I was young, stupid, and you could still walk onto studio lots and you could walk into agency. Same. Right. And yeah. I walk into, I think it was Abrams or something like that, you know, and, and uh, one of the agencies, fairly bigger agencies. And I just walked in with my stuff and it's this older agent, you know, 
Like a Stella and friends, yeah, like, a, like, like a Stella and friends, almost, yeah, okay. yeah. And, but he's he's and, and I mean he didn't take me, but he's like he just looked at me. But he, he looked at me, he's like, so how's that going for you? You know, and I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you know what? I I don't have room for you, but good on you for at least you know because you know it's just that's a lot of people I knew at the time that I was hanging around with had that confidence to go at and go ahead and go like, I'm going to go on the lots and let them kick me off. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go out and do and see, and it takes a while for you to learn what's good and what's bad. But he had you know, a little bit of begrudging respect for the fact that like, that's not how we do it here, but you know, you good know, for you. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you you're never asked for permission. Exactly. Never do. Forgiveness. Yes. Forgiveness is <laughs> always welcomed if you do something, but you know, you ask for that. But right. I mean, and I got so many um, auditions that way. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I got to know a lot of casting offices that way right. because I did not walk in like a douchebag. Yeah. I just walked in like myself. Mm -hmm. And I also used to get the breakdowns right. and then would know that I'm somewhere like I should have been able to audition for this right. role. You were, in the, you were in the neighborhood the, of yeah, what they were yeah, looking yeah. for. Right. So like they knew that I wasn't cuckoo. <laughs> right. You know, like, oh, this crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah. I understand you're casting for Superman. Nice I'm to here. Meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show up in a Catwoman costume. <laughs> oh, oh, we all know that story. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, that didn't go well, but you know. Right. I mean, and I think that's the other thing is if you come on, once again, genuine. They yeah. were like, this is a genuine person. They're not trying to do something weird. I mean, I yeah. had some couple who were like, how did you get in here? But, you know, <laughs> but they were never mean about it. They were just like, how did you get in and, here? And, and we have to beef up security. <laughs> yeah, like, basically. Well, and think about how much that saved you, too. He could have just as easily said, oh, yeah, give me an I'll call you. I'll call you. But since he didn't, you're like, I don't need to waste any more time here. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he had enough respect for you to be like, yeah, no, I don't have any. Oh, yeah, he was you. generally yeah. intrigued yeah. by yeah. what I was doing. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that you handling it that way was to your benefit still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though he didn't take you. Yes. Yeah, we all agree. He didn't like and they still have <laughs> still doesn't answer my call, but yeah, like weren't you the guy that crawled under the fence to come in that one time? No, I just came in through the parking garage when somebody walked in. That's all, that's what I did. I remember exactly what I did. I'm like, <laughs> door was this buzzer and they wouldn't answer, so I, oh, yeah. that guy's coming in, yeah, I'll go in with yeah, him. You walk in like you, like you belong, exactly. And and nine times, so out can of you 10, hold the door for me? Thank yeah. you, yeah. yeah, that's trespassing. That's all right. <laughs> well, I mean, but, technically, <laughs> technically, you didn't go in there with the intent of creating, uh, doing another crime. There's so no, maybe yeah. it's not. There was no criminal not. intent. No, no. Yeah. Well, just, and I think there's not vampire rules. We'll have to be you know, invited, invited in. in. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, they've really fudged that in the lore recently. I mean, it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> I got questions. What are you talking about? Well, like a vampire, you have to be okay. welcomed in. Yeah, you, you have to, you have oh, to say, true. please come in. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, thankfully, I don't have to deal with those rules. Yeah. So, yeah. In some lore. Don't be. Don't generalize. Or, you know, some I've lore. got some friends that are adamant that like uh, nobody should have a welcome mat because that is just tacit approval for a vampire to walk right in. Oh, I 
wait, welcome, please come in. I didn't know. Like, well, well, then I didn't know there was mine says, approval. Mine says it's always happy hour here. Would that be? No, kind you're of fine. Like, okay, I mean, there's not, not like a, welcome, come on in. No, that's it's, an invitation. Okay, gotcha. It's always happy right. hour here with blood. <laughs> now that might be different. <laughs> that, that's not on my map. No. <laughs> that second I mean, part of that sentence is on my I'm going to say with the the with your your wine cellar that no vampire wants to come because you know it's always I don't I don't drink wine so. That's what Dracula's famous line is. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I, the things I'm learning here. Yeah, well, the original yeah. Dracula was like- What uh, is that one? Because my husband, I just had a really interest. I've been married for 24 years, and we were just talking the other day. I was like, what's the first horror film you ever got scared of? You know, And mine was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because- oh. It's a dream. Yeah, sure, it's sure. not real. Yeah. Like you can't talk yourself out of that shit. Right. You know. Right, yeah. And his his was the same. But then he said the original Dracula. Well, the, uh, the first the one you saying Nosferatu or the original Dracula, which uh, it, have you seen Renfield, the the Nick Cage and uh, uh, Nicholas Holt's Holt new movie? Anyway, no. they 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 used. Footage from the original Batman, or Batman, uh, the original, yeah. no, no, the original Robin Hood. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, the original uh, Dracula. Oh, okay. Uh, but they superimposed, they deep faked oh. Nicholas Cage's face onto the original. Wow, and, and, that's and terrifying. The, but it, yeah. it, was, it was great. It was fantastic. But yeah, uh, I don't know that scared me. I actually had the. Everly wanted to watch it. Well, what year is this? Like, uh, 1930, wh- wow. something like that. Yeah, he was in Greece and he was like, they thought it was a good idea to play this for all us kids. And Well, that's why I'm wondering if it's him. Nosferatu because that is a European version yeah. and it's much scarier Maybe the, it, it, because yeah, Nosferatu has like big, scary Yeah, yeah he said that like, yeah. his face, I saw it in his face too. I was like, oh shit, I know this man 25 years and I've never oh, seen Oh yeah, like, it, it was like, probably like, Nosferatu because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because the original Dracula is- you know, it's Americanized it is it and it's like, it was one of the blood. original uh, universal monsters. So like Frankenstein, Dracula, okay. I mean, so it was, you know, uh, so it's not, a, see, my first scary movie that it really sat with me was a, a show called Burnt Offerings. It was from the 70s and it was, I uh, had uh, Betty Davis was the, the grandma and they moved into this house and the house would basically consume the people and, uh, Whoever's up in the top, which was like the the grandma, which was Bette Midler, so they would slowly go insane, and then they would the house would renew itself, and that that person would remain in that house. And it was like it was. What creepy. is the name of this movie? So I never see it. Burnt <laughs> offerings, and uh. it, yeah, I mean they had like visions of like uh, uh, hearse carriages, like with horse drawn hearses going through, Ew. and it was, it was. I mean, it stuck with you. Yeah, <laughs> it was about the same time as Salem's Lot and all those okay. other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and for me, like if you, if you're talking a television show that was not meant to be horror, it was meant to be maybe thriller. Suspense was Threads. Remember Threads? I don't think I it saw came it. out right around the same time as Day After. It was uh, a, a, day, a nuclear yeah. apocalyptic, yeah. like you know us the and the Ruskies, you know, yeah. and just you know the everybody nukes each other, and then the fallout afterwards, which I found terrifying because it came out when all of that stuff was. Like at the forefront of when is it going to happen? Oh yeah, we were still doing. Uh, if it happens, go under your desk stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, that'll, oh, really? That'll, that'll you save weren't doing you. that? No. Oh, yeah. We, we no, still we're had city it. people who would just, if anything shakes, get out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. Well, you know, you had that, that, that stuttering film of if there is a, you know, a, a, a nuclear attack, you that, go but, under your. But going under the desk was the solution for everything. everything. Yeah. It was like, all right. Tornado, go under the desk. I mean, what's that going to do? Flu, flu, the flu, influenza, <laughs> go under your desk. Like, it was everything in the Midwest. Like, it was like these desks, you would have thought they were made. I mean, were they attached to the floor? No. No, 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 Exactly. This if there is was bad. Nuke, That's just bad. But did they ever, did they send you to the gymnasium for tornadoes? Sometimes, yeah. Which is insane to me because it's That's like- That's the biggest a, wide open yeah, thing and giant, there's nothing to stop yeah, the tornado if it comes in. Usually, these are bad choices. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not from tornado areas, I mean, you what you want is the most solid structure, hopefully smallish, so that, you like know- Like a bathtub. Uh, well, a, a bathtub is great, but you want to be in a cellar where there's uh, a lot of, or even if you're outside, you want to find an overpass because the overpass will not hopefully be blown away. It won't because it's made of concrete. Okay, gotcha. It's made of concrete. So you just get under there. I mean, the downfall of that is then it also uh, intensifies the winds because they're coming through. I'm saying you like anger yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so you find a cellar or something. A desk is going to do you zero nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's going to make you false sense of security. It's like, oh, everything's going to be good. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, no. and, and, and the thing I think with nukes was back in the day, I was like, nothing's going to help you. No. But they were like. Hey, you know what you should do? We'll give do? you a glimmer of hope. <laughs> yeah, go under the desk. You'll be fine. At least, at least Close we'll all be your together. Eyes. <laughs> we'll all be together. At least. Oh, no. And, and then for movies, it was Nightmare on Elm Street. You too. Yeah, because, right. because like it was one of those like, if I'm having a nightmare about it, prove to me it's not happening. It's too late. I'm in a nightmare about it. Thank you. And I just always was like in the cycle. It was of, a secular yeah, kind like, of thing. I don't yeah. want to go to sleep because like, can't, can't. Can't uh, was it uh, the can't hide the wolves are after me? <laughs> like it was just a constant like. And, and, and if you One, think about it, it was two, genius. Freddy's coming for you. Oh, Three, four, oh, better lock I even your say door. That? Oh Five, no! Six, okay. Have a cruise no, okay. Fix. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was terrifying. Like, and, but now you know, and then I, I reached a certain age where I was like, I love these movies because you, you didn't realize when you were a kid how campy they were. Oh like, yeah, Freddy yeah. was like. It was such a strange idea because he had slaughtered all these children when he was alive and then came back to kill more of them after he was dead. But he was like, yeah. ha cha cha cha. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. So and I, the I, first I, one was scary. And then after that, it was just kind of like, I'm not scared of you. So yeah. I, <laughs> the thing that as I was getting older, and it's not that far removed from the same time frame, there's a, a, a movie called Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Ooh. And it was Michael Rooker as a mm. younger guy. And it was literally, it was not, you know, a, a horror movie per se, but it was like this guy who was just a serial killer and he would act normal and he'd do these the things that are like, oh my God. Like Ted, Ted Bundy. Was yeah. Like, and it was yeah. like, okay. it, it, he would, it, and the, what made it so scary for me at the time was like, it, it, it was like, I mean, it was no affect. It was like, yeah, this is just what I do is I just kill. I mean, it wasn't like, Freddie or Jason, like, dee, 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 dee. it was like, he just walk in and do, it was kind of like natural born killers mm -hmm. later on, or, you know, as a kin, uh, faces of death. You guys remember yeah, that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Or it was yeah. just like, 
it, it, but it was just so flat and so real that it, that that was what really scared me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it was based in the reality of yeah, it. Was it was so psychologically. It was so grounded. Yeah, it was so grounded like, oh. that you're like, oh my god, that is probably what they really is like. If there's a psycho killer, that's the and guy. True. Yeah. That's yeah. Dahmer. <laughs> that's all the guys. Yeah, that exactly. We, yeah. 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 yeah I, I was not all... some guy in a hockey mask. It's that guy. You know. <laughs> I watched. I watched the first episode of that Dahmer on Netflix, uh-huh. and I'm like, that. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good because yeah. it was just too real. Yeah, like and you could yeah. see from the beginning to end why it happened the way it happened, and remembering you know remembering it as it was happening and finding out everything from them returning the one victim to him and and it's just like you're watching it playing out on television and how like you could smell the apartment like on, on the, the, they were so visceral it's just like no I don't need to see the other eight episodes i th- this pretty much was beginning to end and i'm good yeah so yoga yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll get there <laughs> and transition transition perfectly. <laughs> through your nose out through your mouth <laughs> relax your everything please <laughs> i'm gonna take a sip out of my water too i brought my own water you're gonna hear some clinging oh, ice absolutely. cubes in here so we kind of already discovered that yoga came after um, yeah. After after dance, where did it fall with acting? After also after you began acting, uh, about right around the same time. Okay. I, I I um the apartment that I got, my next door neighbor was in film school, and she called me one day like really How random like. <laughs> what is it though? <laughs> You're in Thanks. in Hollywood. And I mean, somebody, yeah. how random, but also. Um, because the rest of my neighbors were all hookers and pimps. And I Ooh, we got to get some of those on. I, I, you know, I got a couple that I stayed in touch with. Um, we took care of each other. I felt the safest there than I ever did anywhere else that I lived in LA because we, I had nothing that they wanted. They had nothing that I wanted and we just wanted to be safe. Sure. Right. Really. Yeah. That's, yeah. And so, uh, so th- this girl, she was doing her thesis, whoever she had come in to do, do it, didn't show up on set. And she was like, can you get here? And I'm like, Sure. And I got on set and it's one of those, it's a student film. Now I know what it it is, but I'm like looking at the setup. I'm like, what do you want me to do? And it was like something in that doing of it. I was like, oh, I think I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And now I have to learn how to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Thankfully I did, you know, it quickly came, So you know, like, I have to know how to do I have to learn. There's a skill here quickly. Maybe that comes from my dance background, uh, probably. But yeah, so that, and then that was, I was already in yoga classes at that point too, so. Well, they just kind of happened together by just luck, really. Yeah. The the acting thing, it just kind of fell into it. True. Which is, yeah. which is interesting in and of itself because it's like, oh, hey, there's this other thing that is really speaks to you, you yeah. know? That's, that's neat. Now- Remember, we I prefaced at the beginning by saying I know nothing about yoga other than that it helps calm you down and it's very good for you. Now, there are different yogas, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it kind of seems like over the course of the last 20 years, there 
more hybrids. Right. So, so goat yoga, right? Puppies. I mean, I would try the <laughs> goat. Diamond Dallas Page has DDT yoga. Yeah, which oh is very DDP. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Which is very. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got the disc just to see what they would be because you know and. So. It's more P90X, but yeah, okay, there's a little gotcha. more yeah. yoga to it. There's okay. a little more movement. Yeah. And, and, it is yeah. a hybrid, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people have benefited from it, but most of all, Diamond Dallas Page <laughs> has benefited from it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, so, so, so kind of break down for us the best you can. I mean, you don't have to spend an hour doing it, yeah, but like no, the different, different, spend an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the different, like, some of the main styles and how they might differ and what their benefits would be. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. So there are so many that are the ba- that are based out of India. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to trace it all back, that's the lineage. Okay. Um, and then it came to America and power yoga is America stamp on yoga. Yeah, that just like, like, we're going like, to do it and we're going to do it powerfully. Powerful. <laughs> 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 With authority. Yeah. <laughs> extreme, extreme, extreme. <laughs> exactly. We want no, you know, meditation in this. We there's, want, yeah, there's focus, no time. Focus. <laughs> just yeah. harder, more, faster, what? No. Can we turn uh, it up to 130 degrees in here as well? Yeah. So yeah. that, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know if we could say his name, Bikram, who who brought the, yeah. the hot yoga. Okay. And, and he was a, a con artist because he stole those... 22 poses. I think it's 26. It's 26 poses and two breaths, um, uh, two breathing techniques. That is the basis of, of Bikram yoga. Um, and, uh, he basically took that and then re- came to America and did the American way. He packaged it himself and, mm-hmm. you know, try to patent it and do all that. But, um, Ashtanga, Iyengar, uh, Vinyasa, Are these people? These are, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, or, or are you having a seizure? I don't know. <laughs> there People are, place or thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are in our no- yoga knowledge. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> Copy that. <laughs> Copy that. I, I need you to hold both arms out and <laughs> <Go> smile. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so yoga in its, in its most simplest form, yoga means to yoke. So anything that is pulled together. Oh. That, that's what yoga is. Okay. Um, and there, like, there's so many of them now, but um, there are father, fathers and grandfathers of yoga um, that there's a list of them too that I won't go into. Sure. But it's uh, hatha yoga is, is, is uh, a really nice foundational yoga, um, a beautiful yoga that um, came out, <clears throat> excuse me, like maybe about 15 years ago and is no more because of similar things that happened to Bikram. Um, Bikram yoga. I don't know if you got Bikram. Okay, oh yeah. You've heard like scandal, uh-huh. scandal. I have uh, Horrible. I um, he, he is. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't update you on the yoga scandals of the <laughs> well, day. Well, this but, is yeah. what I want to learn about. This <laughs> well, is... it was, it's, it's anything that can happen when you have someone as a guru. Oh, okay. And you give up your agency to. Okay. And he, and he misused that. And, and there are a lot of women who, you know, uh, charged him with, with sexual uh, abuse and okay. stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's a documentary on Netflix too that, that you know, if you want to delve in deeper with okay. that. But sure. um, uh, 
Anasari yoga is alignment based and and that's no longer uh, like nobody like what Bikrams people just took Bikram off and just put hot yoga. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Anasari, yeah, they exactly. just yep. they did not I don't know what the name is now that they've put in front of that because that's all alignment based. Okay. Um Iyengar is very alignment based and Ashtanga is as well and that's a harsh that is a hard yoga as well for the body. Um you're looking at me well, puzzled. Well, I was, I was wondering. So the the other one that the name got taken off it, same issue. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that was also they were. I believe, and I don't want to talk out of turn, but I believe it's because also the teachers were being um, stolen from. They had a big fund, and they and they weren't okay. getting the money that they they okay. were owed as well. Sure. As well as the guru aspect of it and right. misuse of that trust. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, but. Uh, I am uh, trained in Hatha, Vinyasa, trauma-based, trauma-informed, mm-hmm. uh, and yin yoga, which and restorative yoga. Uh-huh. Um, and what I was first led to was Hatha. That was the first thing I was introduced to. And then Anasara yoga helped me heal my body uh-huh. from all my dance injuries. Sure. Because yeah. I could not afford Pilates. <laughs> right. That's always been, I mean, because we, we being who we are, we have a lot of friends who do Pilates. We do have people that do yoga, things like that. Um, it, I, it's always been a thing for me. It's like, should I be doing this or doing that? Um how did you come about that choice? I mean, because Pilates, yeah, is you expensive. Need more, is expensive. You, <laughs> you can't just do it in front I'm of the TV. I'm going to tell you yeah. it was purely financial. 100%. Because yeah. Pilates was created by a ballet dancer, Joe Pilates, mm-hmm. and, and it was a way to, you know, heal a dancer's body. Right. And But expensive. Those reformers. I mean, they're, oh, you're talking like $60 are, mm-hmm. a class. and. It's interesting now they budget. have these, uh, you know, reformer replacements like slidey, sliders for yeah. your, you, know, but it's not quite the same, right. but I mean, it's maybe a little more approachable now, but yeah. yeah, I've always had that in my mind of like, which is better for me? Cause I think a lot of mine has to do with athletics when I was mm. just like you, you were, yours is from dancing some of your aches and pains and, and things like that, that I I'm like, well, what, what is going to be best for me? Yeah. And a lot of mine also not only dance, I was uh, an athlete. Mm-hmm. So I went state with track um, mm-hmm. and volleyball, basketball, and all that stuff. You don't realize what you're doing to your body. 100%. So, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Some uh, vinyasa yoga probably would be good for you, some restorative yoga mm-hmm. um, so that it's more passive um, and you get into uh, the fascia and, and, and also then the joints with the yin yoga. Yeah. Uh, how, okay. Cause you, you've talked about, you know, you've always had a spirituality to yeah, you, yeah, the yeah. other side of things. Uh, so did that marry pretty quickly for you? Uh, your spiritual side and, and yoga just kind of fed into that or yeah, did you find it, more as you went? It illuminated it more for me. Okay. I had always known, now here's the, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with talking about this. I've always mm-hmm. been a medium psychic growing up. I've, and that's probably why I always was okay with my parents and and my grandmother being on the other side because okay. I could speak yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the yoga introduced me to deeper forms of meditation, which then accessed like, oof, I was just like, what? Am I actually going crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, these are these are voices that are speaking to me. So it just opened actually, up the the the, yeah. the flow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, and you have to assume that, you know, if there are, are, are negative things that happen to your mind as you grow and experience trauma, there also have to be positive things 
that you can expand and do. So I, you know, I, I think that knowing that something like that happened and being able to talk to somebody that it has happened yeah. kind of opens things up a little bit more, you know, because it, it's silly for us to think that only negative. So like when you, if you have trauma, negative things happen, you know, you have secondary trauma, you have cumulative trauma, True. you have all those other stuff. So if that exists, then there must also be positive things that happen to your mind when you expose it to healthy things. Restorative or yeah. healing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because yeah. we focus so much on trauma and 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 all the negative things. But when someone talks about positive things that happen, everyone's like, oh, that's not real. Yeah. It's like, because we're pessimists as a society, you yeah. know? Um, so that actually leads me also to ask, so when you talk about trauma-informed yoga, how does that look different than, I mean, an ignorant phrase would be than standard yoga, but how does trauma-informed yoga look the in most comparison? easiest way to define it um, in this limited capacity of not being on the mat and showing yeah, you no, anything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. visual right. Would be the cueing. Okay. Just the verbiage. Okay. You don't want to tell somebody, grab your leg. Yeah. Or get down on your knees or, yeah. Sir, it's yeah. just, it's yep. verbiage. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. And, that and, makes and sense. less push into it, more just relax and right. let it do its yeah. thing. And be right. okay where you're at. And you're always, if if it doesn't feel good for you, step back, go, you know, yep. like, so that you give I, them I, agency. I've, I've done a session with, with Thamari and, and she can probably, if she remembers, speak to this. But I, I just mean, remembered it now that you said it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my God, did I block this out? No, it was <laughs> me and, and my wife and uh, mm-hmm. uh, who else was there? Uh, uh, was it Nayo? It was Nayo. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. at Evolution Studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was Jin Yoga. Yeah, and my biggest thing always has been with yoga is I have this, and this is what I have with like long distance running. All this other thing is I'm always go go go. I want to go full speed, and so when when I, there's something like yoga where it's like just relax into something, don't push it. It's really hard for me, and I think that's I I, I think the spiritual side of things has never come through enough for me because I'm mm. always like. I have to do this and I have to do it strongly and I have to do it properly. That's you know? also control. <laughs> yeah. It hundred percent. Yeah. 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 How, how would you, how, how, how would you get over something like that? Um, well, one of my clients that I, I had just recently worked with, she's somebody who is, uh, in her twenties and it's like, I am not flexible. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge. And, and I, I just had to tell her and she's reaching for her legs and I'm like, be where you're at. Mm. So I like to bring people where they're at and, and not, you're not worse because you're there. Mm-hmm. You're actually worse by trying to be somewhere where you're not. Sure. So to ground you where you're at, I get you in your body and then your body actually feels safer. And that's what I, I would imagine. Yeah. And sometimes that feels at odds for me, you know, because in training for acting, mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to be there as well. You know, it's like I want to be to this point and I do these roles, whether or not I'm ready for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're saying, yeah. All right. You know, I All mean, right. it, and the it, studying it, of it. Studying of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. until you study it, then you're like, oh, I understand that I need to get to that place yeah. and, and have it come and, uh, you know, learn about it to get there. Type of uh, deal. Yeah, Does that yeah, make yeah. sense? Yeah. Uh, As opposed to tossing it onto the wall. It's just and like, it boom. Yeah. And like, yeah. this is what it is. Is it this? I don't know. But <laughs> this is, you know, and I feel like for me, that that has been a challenge, uh, you know, and that's yeah. why I'm fascinated by uh, people who can meditate, who, who do yoga, because I'm like, my mind is always like, but that's okay, is this yoga. working? Is it doing? Like, are we doing it right? And, and that's the yoga. Yeah. If you don't think that's happening in my mind, it's, it's, 
it is, it always will be. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's the trying to control it that makes it more um that that creates more chaos within. Okay, so you, you don't try to control it. You just and then that's what I've heard is just let it flow through and, and that, that happened go through, through it. Might, yeah. yeah, maybe and maybe that kind of meditation is not for you. There's walking meditations, there's going and looking at a tree meditation. Mm-hmm. What what there's looking at a candle, you light a candle and you stare into it. Yeah. The, I think uh, that was the first one I was introduced to and I'm like uh, and then close your eyes and picture the candle now and I'm like I, I No, know. I would yeah. think that probably it might be best for you to stay physical. Mm-hmm. And in the physical realm and just keep on staring at that candle mm-hmm. and that's it and and not make it something that your intuition is is talking to you there mm-hmm. and so it's all about getting back to that intuition and listening to it and that's also what i in with trauma informed is mm-hmm. is more about um inviting people to go listen to yourself you're never wrong right. and when it comes well i know to- that <laughs> <laughs> For everybody else, <laughs> not named Tony. <laughs> but that's that's the part of the yoga. And, and I started this by saying yoga is not about being flexible. It's about um, being flexible in the mind All right. and, and, and trying to be open to what's actually happening. And that, that's where we get kind of like, oh, my God, I can't. And that's what's so great about having the mat because you could only – you could only – you are only responsible for what's actually happening on your mat. Right. Sure. Right. But we start looking at everybody else in the room, and I can't do a backbend like that, and then you're not doing so your yoga. right because you're not getting you're not rid of the, the analytical moment. side of things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just yeah, that's kind of a be in the moment. You need to be in that moment because if you get and with running, you can't look behind you. Mm-hmm. The second you do, you lost the race. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For more than one reason. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I lose the race against myself. Like this this morning, I had to about a mile and a half, and I'm like, "Oh no, today is not the best run." But then once I went, but it's better than last week. There you go. Then I was like, right back in it again. There you go. And that's, and that's the same. The mind. Yeah, that's yeah, the same that's thing. The mind. You know, it doesn't matter whether I'm stretching as far as that person. Did I maybe accomplish something today that I didn't do yesterday? And then you start thinking you know, quieting your mind and having those things happen long-term. Yeah. That's, you know, and I, I imagine for trauma-informed, that's got to be incredibly powerful. Yeah. You know, because yeah. just that assurance of safety and safety and, you know, that is uh, so important for something like that. So it's, that's, and I know like with um, crisis facilities, trauma facilities, uh, law enforcement, uh, fire department, like they've really been starting to bring in uh, of course, there's there's a money making scheme to it. Is like, well, this is yoga for firefighters. And well, yeah. It's like you know, but it's like yeah. they've been bringing it because the value of it is there, and it makes know? it all approachable to to right. some instead of someone who like, oh, this is shanti, you know, yoga, and right. the, the, like to a bunch of police officers and be like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> like, right, yeah, it's like hard yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard no. I will not be joining you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's, it, it kind of also leads into two, you know, in the 80s, uh, I would say in the 80s, the yoga was kind of seen as just a fad, but now it's fairly mainstream and accepted um, as being a valuable, whether it's for fitness or for um, for mental health. And why do you think, was it time or was it exposure? Do you I think, think it was that- exposure. And I think as we joked around, you know, Americanization and the hybrids and everything, mm-hmm. but I think that's the, that's the key. 
because everything has to be marketed. And yeah. we're, we're a society that we respond to that. Um, and, and so I think that that helped people to be like, well, I don't have to, you know, look like this, but a P90X I can do, you know, like, so right. yeah. Well, and it's, it's an evolution. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it used to, it went from, I mean, I would even go back to the 70s, 70s. where it was yeah. like. Well, some of us don't remember the 70s as well as you do. Well, where oh. you'd have, you know, Cosmo <laughs> is like telling you what to do. And then, I mean, it's, it, it's. Some of it's an evolution, you know, you went from that to Jane Fonda to, you know, and so I think there's an acceptance to just fitness as itself. Because, yeah. you know, in the 50s, you were talking about jogging. In the 70s, you were talking about jogging. And all of a sudden now it's, True. you know. But I mean, y'all, you kind of saw an evolution too, because it was the, uh, it started with the only hippies do yoga. And then it was like soccer moms. And now it's firefighters. Now it's, now it's wine yoga and goat yoga. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> right. hey, no, uh, yeah. whatever gets you there. Well, you I know? remember back when I think it was, I think it was, was it Lynn Swan or one of one of the uh, athletes, Willie Galt. I mean, it's, it's kind of that transition where uh, he was doing dance. Yeah. He was doing well, dance. A lot of, didn't John Namath? Yeah, he did. But I mean, Willie Galt was really the one that stuck with me because he was like, that helped me be a better athlete. He actually spoke about it. He spoke about it. And he's like, no, I I, I do dance and it helps me with my my receiving abilities because then I know where my body, what my body's doing Mm -hmm. and how to do it. And so I think it's just, once again, you were saying uh, exposure, but having people that people were like, oh, I did not expect that person to be sure. into that thing sure. and see the benefits of like, oh, a professional thinks there's a benefit to this. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah, and seeing someone else, I mean, you're a great champion for yoga because one, I've only met you today and you're incredibly approachable and very easy to talk to and very likable. So, uh, you know, do you have, before I forget, because I will feel like a total asshole, do do you teach out of a studio or do you go to people or what do you do? I, I am looking for a studio to teach at, uh, but I am doing privates okay. right now. Okay. And I also have uh, some of my classes online as well. That's okay. available. Where can they go online? Uh, my YouTube channel. Okay. Dawn Marie Ferrara. Well, that um, should be pretty easy to find. so easy. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we could probably now link be, that, right? Yeah. yeah, we can link it. And also be clear, there's no space <laughs> between Dawn and Marie. Uh, so, because I, I would feel terrible if we <laughs> it didn't. Is Dawn, it's Dawn Marie, one word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so once you find a space also, make sure you let us know. I definitely Because will. we'll, we'll, I like to think of the people that are willing to come on and talk to us as our friends. So like, we want to help our friends, you know, Thank and, you. and if only four people listen to this, maybe all four people will come to your space. Yeah. <laughs> Well, even just one person. Yeah, there we go. You know? Well, uh, kind of, this is this always interested me because of where we are. Uh, how did COVID affect mm. the, the community of fitness and, and wellness? Uh, it, because you would lose yeah. your ability to have group setting sessions. Well, I'm, okay. So I had been, I had been uh, practicing yoga. I finally went and got my first certification. January 2020. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I I know about timing. I came out here in 2020, uh, 2001, and not only was there a writer's strike, but then we had 9-11, and I'm like, I came at just the right time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, what the heck? So we were going right along, and then we couldn't finish because it was March 2020 when we were going to finish that 200-hour. And I got to see... People be real creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People got went into parks, right? Um, mm-hmm. Quickly online became like a way to connect. 
Right. It kept us sane. Right. Because anybody who was already practicing, you wanted to stay a part of your community. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of studios then opened up their you know how one of our teachers has a studio where he ha he teaches to other, you know, other countries and other mm -hmm. states and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Well, not so much with yoga before the pandemic. Right. It, and it opened it up to for people like I could take my yoga class wherever. So right? there was I, some benefit. Yeah. Unintentional benefit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and how much of that do you think in general has has carried on then? It's, it's still uh, now. Exactly. And there's classes now that like people outfitted their studios with cameras and mm -hmm. they offer it still online. And in person, same class. Right. And the key to that is that it's not just like a passive camera. Like the teacher will look in. Acknowledge. And acknowledge the, and, and be able to like to teach the students that are on their Zoom. Oh, nice. Because mm -hmm. you could see them. Oh, nice. Yeah. And get feedback. And get feedback right. and get cues and, and yeah. And that's a special skill to like you be able to, to balance. And yeah. within my, we started to do that towards the ending of it because yeah. that's how we started to train towards the ending of it. So, right. Yeah. Right. Now, are you still, are you personally still doing any virtual stuff or not? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Most of my stuff is I teach virtually. Yeah. Um, and some of my teachers, I still support them yeah. by uh, taking their classes or the class is over and I got the link and I, and I still take their class mm -hmm. like that. That's an important thing to note. And it's not anything I, I wrote down, but I'm glad you brought it up. Do you still, obviously, do you still take yoga classes? Oh, you always have to. Right. Yeah, right. you always have to. Um, within the yoga community, I've got my 500-hour certification now, but you do always have to go back and and get the hours. So, uh, but it is also important because you have nothing to teach. You have you have to fill up your own vessel. Yep. Right. For you to be able to offer it to anybody else. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and uh, so I oftentimes bring what came up for me on my mat to my classes. Right. Because it's just staying inspired. It's staying, I'm in the learning phase too. I'm in the, you know, I'm in practice too. You can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so many people who teach forget that. They yeah. think, oh, I'm the teacher. I'm the teacher now. Not a teacher. I'm the teacher. So I have nothing more to learn. And those are the teachers that you're like, should automatically discount them. And they sometimes end up becoming like very weird guru. Right. Well, right. weird guru. And, and, and I, I, my experience and has obsolete. been they, they right. obsolete themselves right. more quickly yeah. than somebody that's more holistic. Yeah. 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 And, and I like you using just, that word, holistic. Yeah. I like that usage of it right yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I linguistify very well. Yes, um, you do. <laughs> well, because I, I've always been a, a big fan of, you know, going out and finding things that are associated with what you do mm -hmm. and, and, you know, augmenting yeah. with those, those things. And I feel like, yes, you, you finding somebody else to teach you something that you think you might know, but they don't, you know, they right. come at it from a different perspective. Or like you said, you're in that learning environment and learn something, you know, that you didn't expect to learn. Yeah. 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 And one of the things that I think that I, I, I particularly bring to, to the table as as someone who is, and I hate calling myself a teacher, but as a yoga teacher is I tend to like to break up somebody's like track that they're on. Mm -hmm. So like everybody will walk in and I like to just like, if I feel like the person's like pulling away, I'll just come closer to them and, and, and insert myself if I feel like I can. Or 
it's not going to sound like a sing-songy yoga class. It, I might just toss on some hip hop. I'm sorry, you're going to have to come in and hey, I, you know, we'll I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't hate. We'll be I you know down dog into some hip hop. <laughs> right. So I like to juxtaposition things that don't seem like they should go together sure. to just break it up and just be like, it's not what you think. Mm-hmm. It's what's happening on your mat. Anything I could get anybody present with, I do that. Uh, when we did the, the stuff with you, I, I was much more felt much more nurtured and and recognized Aww. than than other times when I have tried it. I mean, I did one at at Seasun, Cal State Northridge, and and it was it, they had us downward dogging off a wall, you know, it, 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 it with our feet on a wall L, in an L shape. Uh, all I know is it almost wrecked my 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 wrists. Oh, because there was so much of all pressure. The oh, yeah, the pressure. Also, and it was like, that I mean, sounds like prep for our handstands. Uh, like almost, but I mean, okay. I used to do that in wrestling. We'd have to do handstands and push ups off the wall. But I was like, this is not relaxing. Oh my <laughs> you know? god! And I, but it was in tune with what, well, like I said, I, okay, this is power. This is real. Okay, we're go. up here. Yeah. We're doing the most this, extreme way we can possibly just do. <laughs> listen to that little yeah. voice. <laughs> right. <laughs> little Tony was like, I don't like this. Yeah, it was. And then, <laughs> I should stop. But, but you know, you, you had like, oh, use pillows if you need. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I do remember that. It's yeah. so funny. I totally forgot until yeah. you brought it. I was like, oh, yeah, Evolution Studios. That was a yin yoga. Mm-hmm. I had gotten certified in yin yoga in uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's like so many people don't, like, it doesn't feel good. Like, I don't feel like I should be doing this. A good teacher would say, well, what do you feel like you should be doing? You know, like what would be comfortable for you? And then you can work from there. But, but you, you got to have something, you gotta have you. something like me where it's like, <laughs> somebody like me is like, well, somebody would tell me that. They're like, oh, you, you don't push so far. Like I, I have long legs and it's and hard for me to touch something. my toes. I, I, I can't touch my toes very well because my legs are very long okay. compared to the rest of my body. But I'm like, I'm going to do it. No, no, relax. <laughs> no, I'm like, going to do just, it. It's a, a challenge. <laughs> a challenge. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a challenge. But right? it's almost like the person teaching you might know more than you. <laughs> a little bit. You hope. And, yeah. and could, could be telling you that 100%. what you're doing yeah. is not the goal. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the but, goal is you know. not to get hurt. <laughs> But yeah. I can show you that I can do that. Yeah. And, and it's, I, I it's, that's why I could not do P90X because it's like, no, I'm doing that top thing. Oh. I'm doing the top one. And I would do it, but then the next I'd be wrecked. Yeah, be they're wrecked. very they're very clear on that though. It's like, okay, this is, how many, this is how many reps you, you will do someday. But if you can only do five, that's fine. Just wait for us to start the next one. Yep. No, this guy. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, because <laughs> you're, you're modified. You're, yeah. I'm not doing the modified. You're okay? sports minded. <laughs> yeah. And 100%. that's how we're trained. Yep. Yeah. Oh. It was, yeah, completely. And dance and dance too. You do it so much that you, you can hurt yourself because you're, you're results oriented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine with only doing the minimum of what feels comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I got the president's test for physical fitness certificate. Okay. I can do it all. <laughs> Did you run the eight minute mile? Oh, Ronald Reagan Gates said I was good. Oh. I have this certificate printed on a dot matrix printer. <laughs> it says. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. If you could leave someone with one thing to know about yoga and them. And, and why, why it's approachable to everyone, what would you say? Oh, wow. I mean, it's so hard to try to be concise. 
We've got a memory card that'll hold up to 31 more hours, so you don't have to be. <laughs> well, because I, I, I have this belief that if you say something concise, it actually can actually sit with someone. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> you start start going off and they leave the building. What, rambling you know? doesn't work? <laughs> what was that last thing they mumbled? I can't remember. <laughs> she said words. <laughs> I don't know those words, but she said them, a lot of them. Maybe it'd be easier if I rephrase the question. Um, why Why is yoga? beneficial to everyone? Um, well, I don't like to say that it's beneficial to everyone. Ooh, okay. Um, I will say the philosophies are, um, and that it doesn't have to look like this, like Swami, you know, like it doesn't have to look any which way. Yoga is walking out in nature and enjoying nature. That That's yoga. Uh -huh. Seriously. Um, and, and doing something quietly, just even if, you, if, if five minutes is too much for you, uh, 30 seconds, make it bite-sized. So environment makes a difference. I do. I do believe so. Mm -hmm. I do believe so. And then we're like, so on our phones now that it, it, it includes getting the phone away for 30 seconds. Don't but what look if at I'm your... watching you on my phone? <laughs> okay. All right. I see that. I see that. I see what you did there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm wily. But, but uh, you know, so I, I, I do believe that it's an approachable uh, form mm -hmm. for everybody. Um, I do believe that people have to listen to their intuition when they walk into a studio. Um, and if somebody's making you feel uncomfortable in any other, in any way possible, don't power through that. Just find someplace else. Um, there's free yoga online with me and so many others mm -hmm. that, you know, you could take a class for five minutes. There are five minutes classes that I offer, 10 minute classes. And it's also about filling your own cup as well. It's a part of right. self-care. Mm -hmm. So it's a form of self-care. Well, thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you. Right. This is, I'm so and, I, and I love what I do because I also bring it to my art form. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. Like, no, no, you go. Uh, to, as an actor, I bring it on uh, when I'm in trailer. I, I bring that because uh, I get hired and I'm not like the lead in the show. And it's the show's not surrounded by me. And normally you're waiting like 12 hours mm -hmm. before you get called to set. And what keeps you ready is being able to be still and, and find that. Present presence right. with yourself and also being able to reserve your energy and preserve it uh -huh. and so that it's available to you. So I was able to use that and it informs my art forms, everything else that I'm interested in. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And also kind of says why it is good for everybody huh. because we're terrible at being present as a society. We're horrible at it. Getting more and more worse yeah. and worse and worse. And so worse. that, yeah. that it could be very easily the short answer that, Yoga can help you be present, and that is so incredibly important as parents, as whatever job you're in. It doesn't even have to be a creative or, you know, if mm -hmm. you design websites and yeah. you're, you're just going through writing code by rote and you're not present and knowing what you're doing and it's just muscle memory, you're going to miss something. You know, if you're in a room with your kids, just being there with them doesn't mean you're being present. Um, if you're with your grandparents spending the last year with them and mm -hmm. when they may pass, you're not necessarily being present just because you're there. So I think that's very important. And I, I think that's why it could be from everything you've taught me today. I think that's one of the, the good 
big takeaways is that helping you be present and focused is how yoga could be beneficial to everyone. And I love that you just said that because you just gave back to me. Oh. It really, I, I really love, I really, really appreciate that. Oh, well, yeah, I'm glad. I'm that. glad. This, yeah. It was like a teach. Now you're it was a like a, a, a teach back. No, 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 no. I haven't. I haven't touched anyone. The student, the student has become, become the master. master. Ah, then I'm a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that I'll take. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take. I will take that. Just as a, I mean, I know we're wrapping, but uh, it, it, as you were saying that, I was thinking about how we, as we get older, you look at some of the people that age into presence, mm-hmm. and how yoga and meditation can accelerate that, so that you, maybe you can enjoy that being present longer, you know, cause uh, there's a lot of people like, okay, I've retired and now I'm able to look at life and I'm able to not just be entirely in my head about everything mm-hmm. in the world and anything that could shortcut that to get some serenity was, is gotta be great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, uh, I'll add that the older we get, our body starts to, uh, decay and yoga helps to keep you supple. Mm-hmm. So I always say the fountain of youth is found in your spine and, and keeping that flexible and being able to just the vision of being able to tie your own shoelaces at 60, 65, 70, being able to stay active and upright as much as you can. That makes a lot of sense. I'm in so much trouble right now. Yeah. You're well for lots (laughs) of reasons, but not just that, but yeah. 100%. 100%. Rem- so I'm going to leave the room now. <laughs> <laughs> Remind everyone again where they can go to see your yoga videos. Dawn Marie Ferrara on YouTube. Awesome. So make sure you go check like that out. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. That's a big deal. Please do that. So and that- slam that love it button. Oh, boy. There we go. <laughs> I've been watching too many of my kids' yeah, YouTube videos. A little, yeah. a little bit. A little bit. So I, I thank you, thank Don Marie, you. for everything thank you. that thank you, you for do. for coming in. And it was, very, it was very enlightening and very informative. And hopefully everyone gets as much out of it as I think that we did. Thank you for what you do. Ah, thank you, guys. Yay.